Autobots Transform. Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast, Joe. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode eight of season two of Transformers Animated. It is SUV, Society of Ultimate Villainy. This episode was written by Dan Stefan. 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 Uh, he wrote Speed Metal in Prime, so I probably did that Stefan, Stefan joke back when we did Prime. Uh, <laughs> he wrote some Rescue Bots as well. But uh, last time on Transformers Animated, Prowl had to decide what kind of Autobot he wanted to be uh, while teaming up with Lockdown to capture Starscream and Starscream. And in this episode, the Autobots are chasing Nanosec, who's young again. Yep, he's back. They're hot in his tail. They wonder why he looks so young. Sorry, thinks maybe he uses wrinkle cream. But <laughs> this chase is getting dangerous with all the cars he's knocking off the road, so Optimus tells Bumblebee take a side street and go and get in ahead of him because that would take less time than just driving straight up to him yeah paul a square plus b square equals less time (laughs) but uh bumblebee does just go straight after him but then some green energy thing hits him and he stops in his tracks now i get that nobody saw the green energy beam hit him because that's what the story needs but it's clearly obviously this beam like they show the beam flying through the air and then it hits him uh anyway everybody chastises him for not following the plan and then prowl is even like hey so if you were going to catch him if you were so fast why'd you stop and bumblebee's like i, I didn't but well obviously you did but i guess he didn't do it intentionally but they're heading back to base for repairs to bang out some dents but bumblebee just heads off after nanosec again like just completely disobeys orders yeah with sorry in him so we go to the two of them and they've been driving along the city streets for hours and i guess this is just what b's plan was drive around until you bump into him <laughs> yeah and sorry's getting bored and she turns on the radio and hey i didn't know you had a police radio and he didn't either even though he took the form of the chief of police's uh, car and, like, and you know what like i get it. yeah it came from the police chief's car but how do you not know you like that wouldn't that be like you or i going oh hey i didn't realize i had this third arm <laughs> it's, it's a part of you b you're you're anyway whatever um they it's conveniently reporting crimes uh in the immediate vicinity and b assumes it's nanosec and they head there and it's angry archer yeah and bumblebee's like well same difference so but he Angry Archer just grappling arrows a bus to escape, and then, again, some green energy zaps Bumblebee, and he slows down and stops, and nearly causes a 10-car pileup. Yes, which encourages Sari to encourage B to maybe go back and get Ratchet to check you up, and he's like, no, I'm fine, that was just a, a nothing, don't worry about it, and then they hear about a 402 in progress, <laughs> and they head off. And do you know what a 402 Paul is? Uh, do you know what a 402 Paul is? No, I don't know what the real thing is, but I know what it is in this one. <laughs> well, it's a fire, oh. and a 402A is arson. So, Paul, guess what attempted arson is? 402B? Wrong, 402Z. Oh, okay. Here's the fun <laughs> thing. There's no B to anything else. It's just <laughs> There's A-Z. nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, apparently 402 in this show is Professor Princess. She's fucking back. And <laughs> this time she's shooting up in a video arcade full of violent video games. I can't stand that she's here, but at least they brought her back so she wasn't completely out of left field. Like, at yeah. least she exists in this <laughs> world. But yeah, um, she they have a fight and she leaves. And just before B gets zapped again, 
uh, Sari's key glows. Why didn't it glow the first two times? Who <laughs> yeah. cares? But uh, Bumblebee admits there's something funny going on with me, but Sari's like, no, no, it's not you. My key started to glow, which means there's an Allspark fragment nearby, and nearby, standing on a building watching them, is a woman in a mini dress, long gloves, and matching beret with a veil. Very tasteful. And she's wearing Flava Flav's clock on her back and another one on her <laughs> waist, and she's got watches all up and down her arms. And now it just kind of switches to her introducing herself to the other criminals we've seen who are sitting around a table shaped like a clock, and she says her name is Slow-Mo. Yeah, she definitely has a motif. Uh, she explains to all of them that she has this superpower, which is coincidence, which is why she was at every crime they committed <laughs> where the Autobot showed up conveniently. <laughs> It's like everybody thinks Wolverine's main superpower is his claws, but no, it's actually his his incredible healing. No, hers is just coincidence rather than being able to slow down electromechanical things. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's what she does. Slows down electromechanical things. She proposes a crime syndicate, and there's a little bit of a gag here where they all come up, try to come up with a name, and then they evil villain laugh, commercial break. And when we come back, Sammy Davis Jr. is on TV. And he's got mugshots of all the criminals, and the cops can't do shit against this new crime syndicate. Neither can Bumblebee, who's just sitting there outside an electronic store, and Sari says it's not his fault. But conveniently, in this world of coincidence, they just hear a store alarm going off. The the criminal syndicate, which hasn't named itself yet, is, I guess, breaking into, like, a Best Buy? Yes. Anyway, they're running away. There's some gags. There's kind of one funny bit where Nanosec has a big TV, and he's like, I just need a dolly. And Professor Princess comes in and goes, I got lots of dollies. (laughs) I got a laugh out of it. Yeah, because, what's his name? Angry Archer's like, man, why are you trying to make maketh off with such a encumbersome thing? Whatever. He's like, I like to watch sports, okay? <laughs> yes. And then B arrives and they're like, oh, whatever. They go to Zap and but a bunch of cops show up. And these aren't police bots. These are police officers and cruisers. Yeah. And uh, Angry Archer thinks she should have planned this heist out a bit better, like having a getaway car. But then her phone rings and whoever it is that's calling her tells her, look to your left. The keys are in it. And it's a giant Hummer looking vehicle that immediately made me think Combaticon. It immediately made me think, oh, Fred Willard, I miss you so much. Uh, Rest in peace, Fred Willard. But he's the voice of this, um, I don't know, Patreon for now. Anyway, Fred Willard is hilarious. You've seen and heard him in a lot of stuff, dear listener. Uh, Watch Best in Show or A Mighty Wind, I think it is. Anyway, they get in this SUV at which point, um, and they start fleeing from the cops, at which point Nanosec realizes, hey, you know what we should name this episode? Yeah. SUV. We'll call, that's, that'll be our name, the Society of Ultimate Villainy, and Slow-Mo likes that, and these two are so going to hook up. Like, the, the way they, oh, they <laughs> this is one of play my off each parts. other. This is going to be one of my favorite parts. So the, the voice of Fred Willard, he... Pr- he proposes an alliance to them saying, hey, why don't we work together? Um, and they don't really, they're like, yeah, well, what can you offer? He says, push that red button. And they do, which this should have tipped them off that they might be in a fucking transformer. A yes. giant gun transforms out of the back of this Hummer and has to kill police officers here. Oh, dead or paralyzed for sure. But uh, it, just to, to describe it. It launches one car in the air, yes. and that car goes out of frame, and then comes down and lands nose first on the roof of another cruiser, crushes it, but somehow two cops 
lean out the windows and go, hey, how about this? Very Hasbro. All they needed were the parachutes. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> their hats are still on. Yes, then the hat stays on. But uh, she's still not that impressed. Slomo's not. And uh, besides, I'm the big cheese of this outfit. See, because she talks like a 1930s gangster. But oh yeah, we didn't say that. Yeah, he. Uh, the voice interrupts and says, look, I'm building this thing and I need parts for it. And if you guys can go get them for me, we can auction this thing off to the highest bidder for a boatload of cash. And at that point, when he said boatload of cash, I'm thinking this had better the fuck not be headmaster because we haven't seen him yet. Right. To bring it back all the other villains. But yeah, thankfully, it's not. Yeah, he's off at a uh, Powell Towers. Uh, we then have a bunch of cuts. We go to Professor Princess and uh, Angry Archer. They break into some power plant. There's kind of a funny thing where she took the explosives out of his arrows because that's bad. Yes. And then we go... You were saying about uh, these two hooking up. We go to Nanosec and uh, Slow Mo. And truth be told, they're a great team. Yeah, but uh, they get out of uh, this vehicle and uh, Slow Mo's like, we need that satellite dish off the roof. And he's just like... Whoosh, whoosh, Right back. Here, done. <laughs> and she's like, ooh, I like a man who moves fast. And then she uses her timepiece on police bots that are coming outside. And he likes a girl who takes it slow. And they come together because up, because it's a track. All right, that's enough. Uh, yeah, so B and Sari, though, are watching them from a distance. And they're just basically doing intel and keep following them. And then we go to uh, them with the device. And the device is built. And the voice, the Hummer is still parked there. They're just here in Fred Willard. Uh, the voice wants slow mo to put her timepiece into the device. Mm -hmm. She's like, "That's it. I'm out. That's nope, not happening." But the voice reminds her, "Look, we had a deal," and she says, "The deal's off." And he's like, "You know what? I agree. The deal's off." And it transforms and Whoa, it truck, truck. Oi there, fellas! Uh, quick delivery today. One swindle. Sign here. That's how you've been doing lately. Oh, better since the transplant. Oh, yeah, you can hardly tell the difference. Uh, what is it, pig? Buffalo. All right, see you ladies, fellas. Oh, yeah, the, the thing transforms. Yeah, it's a swindle, cool. and he... Oh, I see what's on here. <laughs> And Bumblebee see this, and he will call for backup after he takes them all out. And yeah, like Swindle explains he's an arms dealer of sorts, and this thing's going to make him a fortune in the war between the Autobots and Decepticons. And Slow-Mo's heard enough, and she tells the cartel, whatever they are, to attack. But Swindle just blasts the floor of the parking garage they're on, and they all fall in, except for her. Yeah, she tries to use her um, slow-mo attack on him, and he's got a shield. Really neat. Uh, I don't know if you caught this. The Vok reference, Paul? Yes, yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> okay, you're you're acknowledging not just G1. That's a pretty solid Beast Wars reference. Um, but yeah, he's got a shield that he got from the Vok, so she can't slow him down. And then B arrives... <laughs> <laughs> they like drive into the scene and this for this felt really disconnected because suddenly slow-mo's time beam is just zapping everywhere yeah bouncing off his window and going except, every which way except she wasn't shooting it before or after they cut to beat whatever um it, it zaps every which way and bees fucks off right out of there and sorry says will you call optimus now and he does mm -hmm. and back outside swindle tells her hand the thing over or else she says she you wouldn't risk destroying it right 
by shooting me. And he's like, you know what? You're right. And then he just uses some kind of tractor beam to grab it from her and then blasts the floor under her and she falls down too. Yes, it was very ratchet of him. Uh, so he calls or he puts the timepiece in the machine and device and he calls Megatron. He's like, hey, how's it going? You can tell there's enough good writing here that Megatron does not like this guy. No. But he's a necessary <laughs> annoyance. What do you want, Swindle? Skip the platitudes, yeah. he says. Uh, so Swindle, it, he does. And he's like, hey, look, I have this great thing. It can stop time. It's going to win the war for you. It, you know, million space bucks. I forget what he, he wants. <laughs> but he decides to show what it does. And he turns this device on. And it it doesn't just stop. It's not an EMP that just stops machines it freezes time across detroit well i think it only affects like electronic things though because you see like the robot walking dogs and it falls in its face but the dogs keep going dragging it along oh did they okay because i was like why aren't the people getting out of their cars whatever commercial break and when we come back um sorry this is actually clever her she sees the lights are on in some or powell tower and realizes, oh, the force field must have kicked in before that energy wave. We need to get Bumblebee in there. Yep, just need to get him there, but he's too heavy to move, and she sure wishes she had a team to help her, and then you hear Angry Archer say, mayhap you do, and (laughs) they're all there, and none of them are dead or paralyzed by falling 25 feet onto concrete with the debris of the floor they were falling on with them, and they want to give Swindle some payback. Yeah, so they help. There was a neat little payoff here that was set up earlier of uh, Professor Princess being told the enemy my enemy is my friend and she says it later and uh, but she says it in such a whoa, 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 like toddler slurry way that i think it's nanosec just goes what <laughs> but yeah now we're at the base of sumdak tower and they're just rolling bumblebee along on his back in robot mode like his wheels are on the ground so it's a good thing he was in neutral and there were no hills to go up or down on the way and sarah uses her key to get through the force field like she's done before and the receptionist bot tells them welcome to powell tower yeah uh anyway b wakes up because they're in this force field um and she i don't well she just uses her key to magically give b a force field now it doesn't matter why or how (laughs) um and there's a quick back and forth where the villains say hey we should help out let us help b doesn't want help and sorry's like you're you're gonna need it so he agrees and they all get force fields yep because they're all they have to you know help them right and then she reprograms the receptionist to call mr powell a booger head (laughs) so we go to the next scene which is just suv and b attacking swindle like openly and he right away he realizes i can't slow them down yeah he's like what the hell's going on here and then uh because like angry archer wraps up his wrist or something and he just pulls out a freeze like oh he must be joking and bumblebee runs in and said yeah and here's the punchline and just lays him the fuck out like finally bumblebee hit a decepticon and it did something and then swindle arms all of the guns oh yeah (laughs) it's like every like coming out of his shoulders and his arms and his chest and like two little fork things sticking out of his shoulders they look like some dax cattle prods yeah Uh, so while all that's going uh sorry walks up to the machine which for whatever reason swindle built with a keyhole in it so she sticks the key in his machine and turns it off and he sees her doing this and with him distracted by that the criminals just start blasting him and he falls off the parking garage and lands face first on the street yes and this was uh, i I like that they did this although i I really can't stand the suv but b goes to get the uh timepiece and uh nanosec's like fuck you i'm getting this for my girl (laughs) and he runs he grabs it and starts to run away and there's just a scene of b 
all of a sudden the SUV are against him now, which, you know, you'd have to expect. Yeah. Uh, but long story short, he knocks the timepiece out of Nanosec's hand into Swindles. Yep, falls right over the edge, right into his hands. But don't worry, here come the Autobots, his real teammates. And as for these guys, he turns around and blasts them all off the parking garage. But they're fine because of their force fields, I guess. But even though gravity, like, they're still inside the... Anyway. They all land on each other, too. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so Swindles about to zap the Autobots with his time slow ray. B lands in front of them, activates his force field. It bounces back at Swindle and stops him, or freezes him in time in vehicle mode mm -hmm. he's been put in park for good and then wah, wah. bumblebee zaps one of his tires which all right but uh yeah bumblebee's learned his lesson even the star player needs backup sometimes <laughs> yeah that was a nice fuck you to the rest of the team uh we have a quick shot where the uh the suv get into swindle they try to drive away and fan zone shows up which so aside from some i think we've had everybody yeah. And all the villains, we had Fanzone, we had Sorry, we didn't have some deck. We had Sammy Davis Jr. No headmaster. A lot of heat, thank God. <laughs> anyway, uh, Fanzone arrives. Um, this was kind of dark, though. He arrests them, and then he insists that Swindle is going to be stripped down and sold for parts, which is a little fucking barbaric. Swindle stops all the vehicles and robots and electronic devices in Detroit to demonstrate his weapon to Megatron. Well, that's fine, but what about the people in those vehicles? Sorry's fine, the criminals are fine, the dogs pulling that poor robot down the sidewalk on his face are fine, but why is nobody getting out of their car and questioning what happened? Then again, they live in the same city as Dr. Sumdak, they're probably used to shit like this. Ah, just wait a few minutes, it'll sort itself out, it always does. And then when Sari and the criminals get back to Sumdak Tower and get inside, Bumblebee and that stupid unicorn powdered toast, whatever the fuck it was, sit right up and... How does that work? Because they're inside a force field that blocks the weapon? Well, they shut the force field down to get inside. Shouldn't the weapon's beams have gotten in when they did that and shut down the force field generator? It's like Pepe Le Pew where he lifts their fucking diving helmets to kiss the cat. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show, The Society of Ultimate Villainy. Paul, what'd you think of this one? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> well put. Yeah, it was uh, it was okay, I guess, but I don't know. Again, it didn't really move anything along, I don't think. But all the villains are going back to jail, so I don't know, until we see them again, I'm sure. Uh, like I said earlier, this felt like a repeat of Lockdown. Maybe I didn't say that in the show. I said this to you. But it's just like, hey, it's another Decepticon who says he's not a Decepticon, but only works with a Decepticon and will do anything for money. And it's just like, yeah, I get that. That's Lockdown, just a little different. And voice... Fred Willard was... Uh, a gem. I gotta say, the, the voice casting in this show, pretty oh, yeah. fucking solid. They pulled up some pretty big names. Oh, I like seeing Nanosec and Slumo flirt. Yeah, that was kind of neat. Yeah, the way that they kind of meshed. The next episode Poe and I are going to review is Auto Boot Camp. If you want to see a couple grunts, you can find <laughs> us on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. Paul is at PMacPerson1. I thought for sure you were going to make some kind of a boot joke there. because Oh, being... yeah. I but, uh, it. <laughs> but uh, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app. Whatever it is you listen to us with, and uh, tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, don't worry about it, eh? <laughs> Take off, eh? Very tasteful.